Hello, this is Chris Toe and welcome to Lion City Rock. We've got another great episode lined up for you, but I want to say first that due to some technical issues that we couldn't rectify, you're not going to hear a lot from my usual co-host uh, Kevin Matthews this time around. Um, that said though, that said, the conversation is no less exciting as we've got one of our favourite musicians who's living the life on the road gigging in all sorts of places with all sorts of people from all around the world. Um, yep, yeah, well, so without further ado, let's just get into it. How, how are you enjoying life back here for your reprieve back here? Is it a reprieve? Well, uh, I, I, the first thing I complained to you, my PS is like, what the hell, is Singapore just getting hotter? Because every day I'm just like sticky and yum tea tea, so gross. Yeah, it is, it is. It's quite jealous. It's super jealous yeah. these days. Yeah, man. Yeah. Today it looks a bit better. It doesn't look like too um, Yeah, today it's a bit cloudy. That's good. That's yeah. always good. Okay? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay, let me slate us in. Three, two, one. Hello! And welcome to yet another episode of Lion City Rock. The first uh, podcast about Singapore's uh, pop music scene. You know, ever. <laughs> I'm just going to claim ever. that. Ever. Yeah, and wow. the best. Ever. And the best. I'm going to so. claim that as well. You should. Totally should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, the voice you hear, that is not Kevin Matthews, that is our guest for this week. But before we get to her, uh, we, want to, we want to just do a quick shout out to all the people who've uh, been uh, tuning in to the Lion City Rock Pod um, from, let me, just go, let me just quickly go through the list here. United States, Australia, the UK... Yay. New Zealand, Gordania, Malaysia, uh, Denmark, Hong Kong, Sweden, Indonesia, Thailand, and Ireland. Top of the morning to you. Um, thank you, guys. You. Thanks, thanks a lot, thank you guys, uh, for, for chiming, uh, logging in and, and listening to us rant about rant and rave about <laughs> Singapore's pop music scene. It's really, really uh, encouraging to, to you know, the, the that, correct term. The correct term is stop. Yes. Talkok, yeah. sing song. Sing actually, song. we don't we don't actually sing lah, but yeah, talkok. Yeah, sing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, thanks. It's really encouraging to see that you guys are you know uh, listening and regularly uh, to all the different episodes. And if you haven't, um, you know, you should listen to all the other episodes. And you should also go tell all your friends about Lion City Rock. Um, you know, which you can. I'm yes. just gonna quickly do the plug here. You can get on <clears throat> all the cool streaming platforms. You know, uh, if they don't have Lion City Rock, they're not that cool. Yeah, we are everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like Podtail, Stitcher, Red Circle, of course, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Uh, yeah, the list is quite, uh, you know, quite long. Yeah, yeah. If, if you can, yes. yeah, if you can consider more than five long, which I do. Um, yeah. Anyway, because they only can count to five, right? One hand. Yeah, I only can do one hand. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> anyway, let's get into uh, this week's podcast. Our guest this week also has an international audience. Um, you know, she has been gigging around with I think one of the, one of the most fun uh, groups I've seen in in years. Uh, this yep. group, you might no know doubt. them as uh, Les Zeppelin. 
and uh, you know, no prizes for guessing what kind of music they play. Uh. it's a Beatles tribute band, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and uh, yeah, but she she well, even you know, they go around the US, they go around the world. Actually, they've done shows everywhere in every I think every continent except Antarctica. And but I think most people may not know that uh, she actually got her start right here on this sunny island set in the sea. Um, and today we're gonna you know we're gonna grill her and then chart her musical journey as it were mm -hmm. so please put your hands together for the one the only john paul jones you yay hey, thank, you for thank you thank you for having me here <laughs> yes yeah they tried to call me john paul jones or john paul jones but the band actually calls me jonesy which is kind oh, of okay. like how they call uh john paul jones in the band so it's a very apt you know yeah it's yeah, different yeah. spelling only yeah yeah. Yeah. I mean, of course, now you're now you're touring with Les Zepp. Uh, well, mm. you're going around America at the moment. Is that what you guys are you still on the road? I know you were very busy over the last couple of months or so. Yeah. Well, when the I feel when the pandemic happened, we were quite lucky to still play some shows here and there. Not not often. Mm. I'll never forget. Uh, in October 2020, we had to fly to Colorado in the middle of it all to play a show. I mean, <laughs> we almost couldn't. We basically couldn't say no just because it's like. If we don't play now, we may never play again. That yeah. kind of feeling. Yeah. That's true. And then when you fly there, it's like I can't remember whether we left from JFK or, or, or LaGuardia, but the play, the airport was so empty. It's like I have never seen the airport. Like, you know, right? <clears throat> we go over there. It's a it's it's pretty much an outdoor gig for a bike fest, but um, you know, there's still this like apprehension of like we don't. I mean, it was October 2020, and nobody really knew what was going on. Nobody yeah. was vaccinated then, and and and, and uh, it was yeah. just like worrying, and everyone's wearing a mask the whole time. The band and the the tour manager, uh, Guitar Tech, with who comes with us, uh, Rob, he, he he basically was like masked the whole time, gloves. He even tuned with gloves. Everything was with gloves on, and um. Yeah, so that was weird, but uh, then throughout the whole pandemic, we had like here shows a little bit of shows a few months once. We did a live stream show from uh, this place in uh, Natick, Massachusetts. It's called the Center of Arts. Um, well, it's pretty good, but it was still very weird because mm. live stream shows are never the same as like, uh, 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 you know, in person shows where you feed off the energy yeah. of the audience. Yeah. yeah, especially in this band, because this band, I mean, it's like Led Zeppelin. It's like you listen to the album, it's fantastic, but yeah. Like when you see them in person, it's uh I mean not like we've ever seen them in person, we're all too young. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But my point is you see you see the energy, you hear the energy in a in a live show is so much more different. So mm. we're very glad to be back on the road. We've been doing some shows when uh New York started and um every show that we played in New York after the pandemic, not after, sorry, when when the when they reopened in, in New York, every show is mm. out. So we couldn't be more grateful for that in New York. Uh, we've traveled a little bit here and there. I mean, we're supposed to be in Australia, but uh, you know, uh, Sydney was flooding and had some uh, oh, no. evacuation of people, so that's why that's been postponed again. Yeah. Oh dear. But, okay. Okay. Yeah, oh, things like okay. that happen. Yeah. 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 I, th I think what was what I I mean speaking of being on the road and stuff. What I liked was uh, I, you guys were on a break, and y'all had mm -hmm. gone back home for the holidays or something. Uh, mm. But yeah, you guys were shooting a, a trailer for your coming, you know, the coming shows, I guess, in, in March and April or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that's all right, over that's right. the corners or <laughs> wherever you guys yeah. were. 
That's funny. Yeah. And then uh, Lisa, my drummer, was like still stuck in New York. <laughs> and it was like snowing badly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was a fun one, yeah. What are you playing again, Led Zeppelin? Well, you know, yeah, so, so maybe maybe we can just uh, turn back the wheels of time and uh, yeah, how did how do you how do you get how do you get into the the whole music bug anyway? Because I remember you playing violin uh, before. Mm. Yes, yes. Uh, I yeah. mean, of, of course, I'm playing bass as well. But but uh, yeah, but then I realized also you play keyboard. So you're a real John Paul Jones. You can do the keyboards. You can do the mandolin. You can do the you can do the bass, you can play violin and stuff like that. So how, how does that, how do you get into this whole, you know, musical journey, as it were? So if you really want to turn back time, I guess we'll turn back all the way to when I was five years old, I played piano, <laughs> you know. Okay. According to my parents, they said that uh, they brought me to Yamaha in Parkway. Mm. And they carry me and show me the little rooms through the, the rooms through the little windows. Right. According yeah. to my parents, I told them that I want to do that, which is like, you know, the kids playing a organ, JMC right. course, junior music course. Right, right. Yeah. So they granted me that wish and I started piano lessons, well, not, well, junior music course in Yamaha. Then when I was in school, uh, uh, primary school, they had the after class program of uh, violin lessons. I remember taking the form back to my mother and said, I also want to play violin. I mean, to me, it was just, it seemed like a fun thing. My mom signed me up in choir when I was seven or eight. So a lot of it had to do with, you know, just growing up, uh, being inquisitive as a child or teenager about music and different music instruments. I mean, I, I tried to play guitar, but the stupid tuning on the G to B is just, just throws me off. Play some drums too, just for the hell of Like I said, I was just inquisitive about any instrument that I could get my hands on. Mm. So, but um, as with every Singapore uh, student, you take exams, the graded exams in Singapore, the Associated uh, Royal School of Music stuff. So then after a while, you feel like you have to zoom in and focus on these instruments. So obviously I focus on uh, uh, piano and violin. Uh, last time I don't have a, what they call like jazz exams or rock mm. exams, not yeah, like these yeah. days. Yeah. So I just did classical all the way, which is fun. I enjoyed it a lot. And then my first job as a musician, actually get paid to play. Uh, was being in a string quartet when a uh, hotel Intercontinental first opened. Oh, okay. Wait, yeah, so in Burgess. You were playing like it was. Was this like the lobby kind of thing? Or... Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> I don't know if you remember. Uh, Intercontinental. Uh, they have this in the lobby itself. It's super high ceiling. Yes. And yes. then they have this stairway up to nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 uh, yeah. There's a door. There's a door. There's there, a door. Nobody, there's a, nobody yes, fixes, yes. Yeah. Nobody yeah. fixes that stairway up to wherever the door leads to. And we, the quartet was seated there uh, every uh, high tea. So we, oh, we right. used to play three to seven or four to eight. Mm. And were you playing all just like strictly classical string quartet pieces kind of thing, like Brahms? Or... I was started off with all uh, classical uh, uh, pieces, of course. And then uh, sometimes there's a little bit of like uh, arranged jazz tunes. I wouldn't mm. say it's jazz music, but it's arranged jazz tunes, Broadway tunes. Mm. You know, typical high tea uh, string quartet stuff. Yeah. <laughs> So that was old? my first musician. How old were you at this point? Uh, definitely finished uh, school. Uh, what was I doing? 
Oh, I wasn't, I didn't really start a job yet. So, mm. you see, this is where my memory feel, fails <laughs> me. Yeah. I think, I think I was, I think I finished my degree, but, oh, by the way, my degree also not in music. My degree is in management and marketing. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I think I finished that and, um, uh, I want to say maybe in my late teens or early twenties. Uh. Okay. Probably early twenties. Okay. Yeah. Right, right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because uh, I, I first remember seeing you perform, uh, not in the string quartet, but in, I think, a quintet, uh, a rock quintet. A mm. very, uh, and uh, this, there's this band called Anova, mm. which, I, which I, I found interesting. And I, I also have to apologize to you because I actually cribbed part of that name for a song I was doing. Because uh, I couldn't <laughs> think of, I couldn't think of a word. Then I said, "Hey, Nova sounds good. Let's <laughs> just put. I'll, I'll take out the A and then put it Nova. Otherwise, these these girls would. This are all girl rock band, right? No lah. Or was it a guy? I can't remember. Well, did you interview us? I'm trying to remember. I think I think, did, I, think you know? I did. I think I did do an interview. Like... But I saw you guys perform uh, in a in a pub Talk somewhere. It. No, in a pub somewhere. And uh, and uh, you guys. That's why I remember because you guys were playing jump. And at the time, my keyboardist, whom you also know, Colin Teo. Colin, uh, yeah. Yes, uh, he, he was like, you see, Chris, you must play guitar like that girl over there. Because <laughs> you were doing jump and she was like nailing the, nailing the Van Halen solo. And I'm like, I you know, I can't play I, I like don't that, think right? That was, I really don't think that was me because I don't, I don't remember ever playing guitar like that at all. Well, well yeah. no, I don't think it was you. I think it was uh, the um, I, I can't remember Tracy. Name, Tracy, that's right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yeah. And so she was playing, she was playing all that stuff. And, and I remember Colin was just... Chris, you see, that's how you do it, okay? You gotta, play, you gotta, you gotta, you know, Mushroom. buy a distortion pedal and then like, shred like that. And I'm like, mm, yeah, 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 sure, whatever, Colin. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. Wait, but yeah. Colin was on keys then, right? He was and playing keys you... at the time. Yep, yep. He, yeah. he hadn't played he a bass great yet. Keys yeah. yeah, yeah. He 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 does a lot of the arrangements because he's a very good. Uh, he, he's a very good empathetic player, I think. Oh yeah, you know I he totally can listen to to hear, and he knows when to come in, when to just beg off and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean to be honest, Colin is one of the musicians I really enjoyed playing music with in uh, Singapore. Even I mean, even though we were playing what you call OPM, I still remember. <laughs> See, I remember. <laughs> you know, it's OPM. 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 I don't know. It's what a OPM genre is. of music. It's a genre of music that we all do at some point in time. <laughs> you, Which we're doing Chris, now. Uh, we're doing it now. <laughs> I'm we're doing still it. doing it now. Everybody has to do it. It's a pass, it's so, uh, right of passage. <laughs> and that was other people's music. Other people's music and old people's oh. music. Both. Both old people. Now it's yeah. Now it's both. It's other people's music. Like because we're all doing covers yeah. at the time. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'll never forget and that old, term and... OPM. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, yeah. So, how do, was Nova a thing that I mean? String quartet to rock band was a bit, it's a bit of a, a leap. I guess so, but while while you know while while uh playing classical music growing up as a teenager, then I remember my my dad told me uh, you know the time when CDs was expensive and it was a, mm. like living in the market. Oh God, now we're telling everybody our age, but it's okay. <laughs> uh, I'll embrace it. Uh, yeah. when CD first came out, it was expensive. My dad took me to. Oh, a CD shop. I don't remember what CD shop this at this point in time. Uh, and he said you can pick two. <laughs> okay. So I was like, uh, okay, cool. But I had no clue what I was looking for. At that point in time, I was only listening to 
<laughs> How embarrassing. No, Madonna is not embarrassing. I was listening to Madonna as mm-hmm. introduced by all school friends. I was right. also listening to New Kids on the Block. Okay. Uh, okay. Which is still kind of cool, I think. Mm. Uh, do you remember this band called, uh, what was it called? Uh, Bros? Bros, yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And their cousins. One's, uh, mo- one's a motocross rider. So yeah. The twins, uh, yeah. 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 So I was listening to stuff like that and it was like, I don't know what to pick. Uh, so my first, in, in the end, I, I, when I actually picked it out, my first two CD was uh, Epitaph of Destruction, GNR, and then Skid Row, 18 in Life. Oh, okay. I had no <laughs> idea why I picked that because none of my friends were listening to it. But I'm like, yeah, dad, I want these two CDs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I went home, I was like, wow, why is, this no- why is this noisy music and so powerful at the same time, you know? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So those were my first two CDs. And then I started to get, I mean, more into stuff like that, but I was also very into things like, you know, Depatch Mode and all that, because mm. it was that time music, but so very different. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, when I went to JC, I was hanging out with some friends who were playing guitar. And then mm-hmm. they, intru- uh, uh, Willie, a friend of mine who was a student of Bees, introduced me to Bees. So I'm like, okay, I shall go play some guitar too. Wow. Play some okay. guitar. Yeah. So that's how it all really started. I mean, there wasn't really a switch. I was still playing classical, but it didn't mean that I couldn't play rock or pop mm. or whatever yeah. it is that is contemporary. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So this was around the time where, where you, where, I mean, how did Anova get together anyway? In the first oh, place? yeah. How did, I'm sorry. See, I sidetracked until I don't know what I was supposed to talk about. <laughs> so after playing, learning how to play guitar and stuff, I think one of the first bands that I had was uh, supposed to be an all-girl band and we joined Hotline Competition. <laughs> oh, really? Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, Hotline. I don't know how many people will remember that, but Hotline was uh, where across across today's Hard Rock... Is Hard Rock still there? Yes. Cafe? Yeah. Hard Rock yes. Cafe in... Uh, yep. Yeah, so Cuscadin. across Hard Rock Cafe Cuscadin, was this old yes. building and then... Uh-huh. Uh, Cuscadin, yeah. So Hotline was a basement uh, bar, right? So mm. I think we were 17 or... Or something when we joined the hotline competition in uh <laughs> it was supposed to be an all-girl band but uh our, well, i can't remember who who our drummer was decided to back out and we had uh, a guy who come play drums for us and then we actually got into the finals but we were uh, kicked out because our drummer played for two bands you know so oh, very unfortunate nice. and then uh <laughs> i remember live uh, section of time uh the street times uh, interviewed the band and i had a super uh mineral rock pose in that in that picture which i hope nobody will ever find i still have it the picture is hilarious <laughs> so that really started like the whole band thing and then um along the way after that uh you know i met uh different people music it uh when i was hanging out at plaza Sing. <laughs> yeah i wasn't the far east crowd but i was the plaza Sing crowd and right. then um because yamaha was upstairs too mm-hmm. and then um Right, to know right, right. Um, different people and I, if you ask me honestly I do not know how I got to know Tracy and uh, her brother and everyone else in the band I just remember it was a plaza sing hang yeah mm. and then we got together and I guess played some music I can't remember how we got a gig at Hot Key I just remember that we did and and it was a, that was one of the few first few gigs I think that we played yeah mm. it was one more in um, Boogie's area but is it yeah, Red Octopus? I- Oh my God! Yes, yes, yes. Did I, I knew it was. A, right? I knew yes. It was a colored, colored <laughs> pub. I mean, name yeah. uh, the name. Because at the time yeah, in yeah. Singapore, there were all these pubs with like these cool like colored names, like Yellow Submarine. There was a pub called Yellow Submarine. Where was, was that? Yeah, that was in Bishan. 
Uh, it was actually meant to be like a, a drinking cafe type spot, but then they turned it into a, a, a you know, they had alcohol in it after a while. And then they always invited um, acoustic guitar players or just, you know, one person, singer-songwriter mm. types. And mm. I remember my friend, somebody I knew was, was working there. And the guy said, do you want to come in and play? Uh, just for just to fill up the gap because I think they had somebody pull out or something like that. So I said, yeah, sure, I'll just pop mm. in. I mean, it's quite near my place. I could walk there and just drag my guitar along. Nice. It's funny because I hadn't prepared at all. It was very last minute, so I didn't prepare anything. And I think uh, uh, a couple of my friends came down and they, they, <laughs> they always swear that I played like a 15-minute version of uh, Knocking on Heaven's Door. <laughs> We've yeah, all probably. done that. Yeah, and then... And, and, uh, and uh, and and a very very long version of Hey Jude or something like that. <laughs> out, as if it's not long enough, out. the original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As if it wasn't long oh, enough, right? Yeah. How yeah. many na 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 rounds do you do? Yeah, exactly. Man? Come on, everybody, you the guy sitting in the corner. Come on, let me hear you sing. <laughs> <laughs> you know that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there was that. There was yeah, Red Octopus. There was Old Brown Shoe. You know, there were a lot of these like pubs with the. With all these like names and colors in them. Anyway, but yeah. I think we'll one get, of my favorite yeah, ones yeah. that was supposedly pretty under, underground was it called Area Fifty Two? They tried to call it Area Fifty Two. Yes. In a, yes. Uh, in a little India area. Yeah, yeah correct. It's uh, somewhere in. That was one of my favorite parts to like go check out like local scene. Um. Uh. You know, X. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was rather short lived though. But yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. quite short lived. I think um, for reasons that we probably shouldn't say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but so so I mean, like you know, think think of them. Then how did you? How long? How long? How long did you guys? Or how how long was it uh, together for? I honestly wouldn't be able to tell you how many. I mean, it was definitely more than a year. But I honestly wouldn't mm. be able to tell you how long we 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 really lasted. Uh, I do remember playing a Nova, and then I, I mean, all that time while playing the Nova was still, um, you know, discovering myself as a musician or discovering other people playing, and then uh, whether it was cover music or whether it was a local scene, it was just like. It was kind of thriving at that point in time in the 90s, I felt, mm. uh, in a way that is not yes. how it is today, mm. where, you know, you go to the substation, you check out whether it was metal, whether it was pop, whether it yeah. was, yeah, that, that was, that was a lot of fun. Uh, and then um, before the whole slam dancing thing happened, <laughs> slam dancing fine happened, yeah. you know, sub, wait, substation had, had that going on. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm where we were all participants of uh, at some point in time. Uh, I mean, even, what's that? What's that place besides the uh, part of the future, right? Future, future, yeah. yeah. They even had, they yes. had MTV nights yep. and it was pretty fun because we didn't have MTV in Singapore the way yeah. uh, uh, cable and TV is right now. So we used yep. to go there and like, oh my God, James Addiction, that's so cool, you know? And then <laughs> yeah, some yeah. people would also slam dance or whatever, but that was kind of cool. I remember that scene. Uh, like I said, still discovering myself as a musician. And what happened after that? I basically, I think I played more more string quartet stuff for quite mm. a while. I started teaching. Uh, I was working two jobs, so I was teaching oh, okay. music uh, part time in Mandeville, that is still around. Mm. And um, and I was also working in a a foam company, a US foam company. Okay, yeah, foam. literally. Yeah, EVA foam, and yeah. they they put they they produce they they get their 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 stock from US, and we supply for packaging, Canon, right, right, <laughs> and, right, uh, right. a software company. Uh, right. Anyway, I was doing that in a day and teaching uh two or three times a week. 
And then uh, I remember going to to Walla Walla Walla, mm. and uh, then I saw my old friend Shalin. Mm. I was like, oh, she's playing here. That's kind of cool. So we used to go there pretty often. Uh, it was used. It used to be an acoustic set at Walla Walla upstairs, yeah. and uh, we got reacquainted. And she asked me if I wanted to join her band. Uh, after jamming one night on violin or something that I can't remember, I think it was on violin that I jammed, and then she's like, "They're spending the band," and she asked me to join. So that was like my main cover band. After that, you know, yeah. Right, right. Yeah, so I think I think that's when I, I got to see you again. Um, mm. You were you were you were playing uh, you playing keyboards and violin. And electric violin and uh, yeah. and unexpected. Yeah. 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 So what was that? What was? I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe foreshadowing or whatever. But that was the first time I ever heard a a, a local band cover a Led Zepp song that was not "Stairway to Heaven." Uh, <laughs> The first, the first, the first Led Zeppelin. I mean, the 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 song I still remember because it was immigrant song, which is like oh. by by far my favorite Led Zeppelin song of the yeah. era. And yeah. Uh, yeah, and then you guys started playing that. I'm going like, whoa, whoa, whoa! Wait a minute, nobody, uh, nobody. A I, female I singer, to all... right? Huh? Yeah, yeah. And she was belting okay, it out. You know, like, singer, like, singer, yeah. Doing all that, you know. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I was like, wow. Okay, I've never heard a local like even a pub band where nobody has attempted. Or I've never heard that anyway. To to me. Um, you know that, that song before. I mean, they've always yeah. they always play they always play stairway. They always stairway, play, always yeah. You know, and, so and, so when was this? Day. Early two thousands or what? When was this? Yeah, probably this early two thousand. No, mid two thousands. Yeah, mid two thousands. Mid mid already. Okay. I think so. I'm yeah, I think I think it was around there so. because I had yeah. reconnected with uh, Colin again. Um, mm. Because he was in my band AWOL for quite a while, and then we kind of yeah. split up. And then after the the AWOL split up yet again, we split up quite a few times. Uh. <laughs> I, I realized, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So after we split up, like for the last time, um, he asked me to like help him record some things because he wanted to. He wanted to play. In the, he wanted. He wanted to do an audition tape or yeah. something so that we could hawk that kind of music around and get gigs. Yeah, I can't mm. remember how it, how it went, but we ended up there and then that's in Wala. Yeah, that's when we saw. That's when I saw you again, and and I said that girl yeah. <laughs> playing violin yeah. looks familiar. Yeah. You know, I mean, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And then Celine was there, so I was like, okay, wow, okay, yeah, yeah. So we we enjoyed ourselves at night, and then the yeah. next thing I know, he's like, you know, I'm playing bass with that band that we yeah. saw at one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even yeah. like in a few months, I think it was. It was very quick, I think, if I remember correctly. It was, yeah, mm. yeah. Yeah, so. when you saw us, uh, I think it was still us three playing bass. Yeah. yeah. Yes, I think, I think uh, it was. Yeah. I don't remember why Ashley had to leave. I think probably uh, work commitments. Uh, just mm. you know, the, the Shalin's band was playing like, for for four weeks a night. Uh, four nights a week. Four weeks yeah. a night. Um, <laughs> possibly even more at that point in time. Yeah. So I was. I think it was too much for Ashley maybe to juggle so mm. many things. Mm. So Colin decided to join us, which was really cool because he also knows keyboards, which is really nice. Yeah, so he has yeah. a different understanding of you know uh, the instrument when it comes to playing bass too. Yeah. Mm, mm, yeah. It's funny. Um, I actually knew Sherlin mm, in my teenage years. Oh. Uh, when I was still with, playing with this band that I formed in JC, uh, way even way before Nova, only because um, a friend of ours, a uh, a mutual friend of ours, uh, he's passed away. Uh, and uh, anyway, he said you have to meet this girl. 
she looked like you. Oh, you two look alike. And I'm like, what? You know, at that point in time, when you tell, you tell you someone look like you, then you're like, uh. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. You sure wonder, like, what, what, what does that person look like? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And it turned out to be yeah. Charlene, and I was like, okay, I can see you. I hear people say that, you know. Did you have like, the then, same uh, hair or something, or why, why, why? No, it's just I don't know. I, I mean, honestly, of course, people who are closer to us will will be will never mistaken us for, you know, one another. But yeah. you know, there were times in Walla when we get off the stage, someone will come up to me and say, "Nice singing." Or somehow I'll go up to her and tell her nice violin playing. Like, right, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So if people don't know us uh, too personally, they 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 will you know mistake us for each other on stage. But yeah, I got to meet her and I went to her 21st birthday party. But before going to her 21st birthday party, uh I think I went to watch her sing. Mm. And I know she was singing with Anne Verpars at that at that point in time too, and they were in um uh, uh OPM a band, cover <laughs> band. I can't in the basement of Orchard something. I can't remember the place. Like all these names just you know flies over my head. And I was so blown away by Sheldon singing because in the, in that band there were like um three or four singers, right. uh, in a regular band, and they would cover all the top forties, very right. popular stuff. But then she started singing, uh, it's so quiet, Bjork's so quiet. Wow. Like, okay. That is like, you know, it's com- something completely that uh, you do yeah. not expect in a set. Yeah. So, that, yeah, like I said, I was super blown away by, by her. And then we hung out for a bit and then uh, I continued studies or whatever it is. And she, 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 was, she was still playing a lot, uh, mm. but we didn't get reacquainted till I saw her again in Walla Walla. Yeah. Mm. And then the rest is history. Yeah. yeah, maybe maybe we can talk a little bit about that history as well. I mean, okay, here's the thing, right? There there are two mm. camps when it comes to, uh, I guess schools of thought about about pub bands or cover bands or chari makan bands or whatever yep. whatever people want to mm. call it lah. But mm. I mean, you because you been you did it for years. Mm. You know, on the one side, um, I mean, I know that there are people who scoff at these bands because oh, they're not original, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, sure. like OPM doing OPM, mm. uh, you know, so how hard can it be and all that kind of stuff. Um, sure. But on the other hand, there, there are people who are like, I mean, <laughs> the, the, other, the other group is like, you know, you try going there on stage and actually doing stuff like that. I mean, the stu- I mean, because sure. the music is not always that simple to cover as well. You yeah. Know, people always, people always think, oh, you know, it's, it's, they play it. How do you how do you, so so these guys have to make the music their own as well and, and not just it's sometimes it's not just churning out what exactly is on record no. or on CD or sure. on tape. Yeah. So yeah. for yourself, I mean, what was how did you like try to how do you guys try to make the music so called your own in a way, even though you're playing you know popular OPM. rock hits and stuff. Yeah, and OPM. <laughs> um, I never understood the stigma of uh, that people want to put on cover bands. I mean, cover band or original music, there's bad cover bands and there are bad uh, original music. <laughs> Just because it's original doesn't mean it's good, you know? Mm. Yeah. And also that is also a, a thing about original music. There's, there's still going to be a taste preference. It yeah. can be the yeah. best original music, but I don't relate with it. So what, you know? Right. Yeah. Okay. The funny thing is that nobody ever goes to a classical musician and say you're covering Beethoven. <laughs> you're just playing Beethoven, <laughs> you know? You're just playing you Beethoven. 
They should. Right? They very well should. <laughs> you know, really cover Beethoven too, because he didn't just write for piano and then you just play piano, even though he's a piano player, right? Yeah. He, he, nobody goes to an orchestra and tell them say you're covering, uh, you know, Mozart or whatever it is. So, I guess as a class, because I've I've played in classical context and played classical music and taught classical, there is a, um. There is definitely a lot of skills that I learned in that area about, you know, playing things note for note. Mm. Uh, mm. But you can still express yourself through that because you can find like 10 different, you know, Bach <clears throat> partitas and, 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 and every violinist can sound very different, right. you know, yeah. and, they're all, and they all can be great. Of course, there are also a ton who would sound horrible, but <laughs> point is that they are playing note for note. Mm. They have to in that context. Yeah. yeah. Um, when it comes to cover band, um, I think I learned a lot with Shirlin and I got unexpected because I think uh, the band itself took a lot of pride in learning a lot of the things, not say really note for note. I would say very close note, note for note, but more importantly, the style. Like, mm. I remember Rene, Rene, awesome mm. guitar player, yeah, Rene. Yeah. He is still Fantastic. awesome. I went to see them again last night. He, <laughs> I love how he's like always oh, so quiet in a corner. You ever see him yeah. on stage last night at Money Murphy's? You hear him, you know, you really can hear him. Uh, Rene, I remember he was, we were doing an ACDC cover. I don't remember which song, probably Highway to Hell. And Brendan was a drummer then. And mm -hmm. Brendan's an awesome drummer, as we all know it. Mm -hmm. um, but also, Brendan, uh, uh, I guess Rene was kind of like a default uh, music director, even though he doesn't put himself so. But when he says something, we all, oh yeah, we listen to him. Right. Um, it's like when you play ACDC, you got to play ACDC, like just straight one, two, that right, kind right. of stuff. You yeah. know, there's no point trying to complicate it because then it doesn't sound like ACDC. Yeah. So that's what I mean by like playing in a cover band, you keep the integrity of the style or the, the, the feel of the song to make it, uh, uh, I guess, authentic in that sense. But mm -hmm. then also there's the other aspect of it where you, if you know how to take it out to make it your own, like had, I, I, you've never imagined a, an acoustic version of Immigrant Song, for example. Right. And I don't mean in the, the same kind of writing where someone just plays acoustic guitar yeah. or acoustic bass and sing it. I actually heard one of the first few times, uh, one of the first few shows I was in New York playing the band after us, they played an Immigrant Song acoustic cover. I was like, with harmonies, I was blown away. Wow. Like, okay. It's a cover, but they made it their own. Right. You know, they're yeah. great covers out there yeah. by other people or other bands you know mm. yeah so and it's not like although i played cover band and now like i guess uh somewhat they call it a tribute band but my band leader would hate to call it a tribute band i'll explain that in a in in uh, in yeah. later point in time um it doesn't mean that i didn't do original music i did a ton mm. i did a ton locally as well as over there it's just that mm. it doesn't get as much um you know how it is it doesn't get mm. as much high profile uh yeah. or anything like that yeah yeah, yeah. you guys look, you guys see your own music a lot so you know it's tough yeah. no, no, now yeah. now we also play we also do opm uh, it's mostly mm. opm these days <laughs> but we've all been there writing too yeah, yeah. yeah of course uh, yeah. Mm. yeah because I, I i think one of our other guests um stone revivals i think i remember, you remember them, yeah. you doing a session for for their track uh, did i Oh, for the movie. <laughs> yes. yes. Where they, 
But they credited me incorrectly season? and called me John Chu. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, John and Iris, they're, they're really fun to play with. Yeah. Classic. Yeah. What, what, what was John Yeah, John. So, so where, 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 where what, what, how, how was that? How did that come about? Uh, you remember I, that? I, 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 no, I really don't remember. I remember going into a studio to record this. So I remember and then being credited John Chu. And then, and then hearing the song on a, uh, in, in the film. That's about it. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. <laughs> now that you mentioned it, I also did a recording with. For another movie called Rule Number One. Oh right, violence, that was uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, it was a uh, horror, uh, horror, horror, yeah, horror, pseudo horror. Yeah. Uh, set in Hong Kong, I think it was or something like that. Yes, it was. What was yeah. uh, famous Hong Kong actors? I was. You asked me. I, cannot I, remember I only, I only remember I'm Fiona Sia. I'm sorry. I only remember Fiona Sia. Of course, who you else do. was in there? I don't know. Suddenly <laughs> <laughs> you say Fiona Sia. I remember that one scene where she lied on the bed. It's like. And then one tear slowly yeah, dropped yeah, in yeah. her eye. And then my violin came on, okay? Oh, so that's uh, it. Okay, okay. That's why okay, I remember okay. it. <laughs> okay. Everybody well, must go back and who's listen. Filming? Whose film is that? I think it was uh, Kevin, Kevin Tong. Was it Kevin? Kevin Tong, is it? Oh, yeah, Kevin Tong. Yeah, Tong. Okay, yeah. Okay. If I'm not wrong, okay. yeah. Was it Kelvin or Kevin? Sounds like it. Kelvin. Yeah, Kelvin, Kelvin, Kelvin. Kelvin. Yeah. Yeah, Kelvin Tong, don't, I think. Don't start was. my pet. Don't start my pet peeve, please. <laughs> Sorry. Who can we call Kevin? Who do be. we call Kelvin? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I can understand because uh, yes. I, since I came back uh this this last week, or it's been a week and a day, I've forgotten that people here like to call my name uh, Joanne. <laughs> oh right. Okay. Yes. Yeah. That's awesome. Unfortunately. I'm, like, I'm about to comment about that. I know a lot of Jones who, who complain about that too. Yeah. Why does everybody call me Joanne in this country? In this country, right? Yeah. And then up to, up to today, people are still doing that when you have Joan yeah. Chen and Joan Jet in the back hearts, you know, names yeah, out there. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Yeah. It's okay. Well, I, yeah, I think, yeah. I think I think you know what you mentioned about playing like covers and stuff like that. Um and the whole idea of like keeping, you know, not not needing, not necessarily needing to play it uh, uh, note for note per se, but I mean, of course there are certain instances. I mean, like say because you 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 also play keys and you, I mean now you play bass and stuff like that, but mm. you know I'm sure that I mean like, for certain songs, you know where that where that particular instrument, uh, I, I guess I'm just riffing off what Brandon was saying. Like you know it has to be done in that particular way, otherwise oh yeah for sure not the song. I, I think uh, you know even like even people like Mark Knopfler, he's always said that you know if I play Sultans of Swing and if I don't play that last bit where it's a bit a little, little bit, the people will be like get angry with him because he's just yeah. covered his yeah, own yeah, song, yeah. but he wants to do it differently, but he can't. Yeah. So he always right, has to go back exactly. to that. You know, or, or yeah, somebody yeah. was saying like uh, I can't, I can't remember who it was uh, like playing uh, with or without you, and if you don't do that plodding mm. bass right, that, that yeah. one note. That you know, eight note yeah. thing all the way through. Yeah, you, you know, it doesn't it doesn't work. You know, it's not so. gonna sound. Yeah, it's just not gonna sound. Uh, it's just not gonna sound right when you don't have like certain elements. I mean, you cannot start Sweet Child of Mine without it, so, without that iconic. Well, yeah, Cheryl Crow did. Well, Cheryl, Cheryl Crow did it. But that, if she didn't do it, then now today you probably be, cannot. Oh, 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 Hotel California, right? the last, <laughs> the last bit of yeah, the yeah. solo must double guitar in harmony, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. That's unless, true. unless you make it so different and that it just stands out to be so special, but people remember that but, stuff. Yeah, so it's too yeah. iconic. Yeah, but but I think ultimately the 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 last two years, I mean, the last two years have shown us that 
this whole covers versus originals argument is meaningless when you don't have music. Well, I, I argue about covers or originals anymore. I don't even have music. So it's to be just thankful. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. No, seriously, I just think that people should always just keep an open mind to 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 when it comes to listening to music. I mean, don't listen for the, for the sake of that genre itself. I mean, I know... Mm. I know that some people can be very elitist in, in the way they, they select the music. And I guess if you know you like something, you like something, you will search. Yeah. You probably listen to that 70 or 80% of the time. And that's yeah. great. But don't be because of that. Don't listen to other things. Because you're really right. shutting your your mind and your, your feelings out from a lot of things that's out there. I mean, as much as uh, it's difficult to put music out there, I mean, this last... Wow, it's been 11 years since I've been in New York. This last 11 years have really opened my ears wow. to a lot of amazing musicians. This mm-hmm. is just in yeah. one venue. And when I go play a set in one venue, and sometimes you have two or three more bands after, especially in the right. earlier days where I would just stay and watch everything. It's like, it, it, there's so much good music and good musicians out there. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's like, I can't believe I'm experiencing this because I remember the first few years like, how come every drama is so good out there? How come every drama sounds amazing? You know, when I was watching bands. Yeah. yeah. And some of them are school, some of them are not school, but right. they suit the band that was playing and that's what it really has to be, you know? End of part one. Hi, this is Chris again. Okay, we're going to pause the conversation with Joan right there because... Uh, once again, we kind of went over long. My fault entirely, we, we just had so much fun chatting that I neglected to watch the clock. But we'll resume the conversation in part two, um, where she will spill all about what it's like to play overseas, you know, and being the bass player in Les Zeppelin, the all-female rock band that plays the catalogue of Mr. Robert Plant, Jimmy Page, John Paul Jones, and John Bonham. Um, yeah, but until then, keep the Lion City rocking, and I'll say bye for now.